Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to yet again another fantastic indie creator interview. It's your Caper Sarah Cody, and we're keeping it geekly with one of our very first guests, Samuel Vero. I mean, interview number seven. This is interview 357, so 350 in between. I mean, it literally, I to this day will not ever forget. Uh, you and George, I mean, you guys were so inspirational for me. Um, when I first started this, I, re I remember my first interview with George. He's like, you know, you're a natural. And then our talk and you're like, yeah, dude, you, you know, keep doing this. And I, I really took that and ran with it, as you could see. So I seriously, every time, dude, thank you guys for that. Well, now, nah, man, thank you. I mean, yeah, thank you for the kind words. I said it to you off air, but the, you know, um, what you did, um, and catapulted your, you know, your podcast and what, and, and your, your basically the identity right you have the you have a look you have a feel you have a flow um uh you really identified and and identified your look your branding your branding is like legit and you're killing it you're killing the game and uh, so i'm excited for you brother yeah and i mean you are as well i mean out there hitting conventions pumping out books we're here to talk about there's an alien in my toilet volume one so you've already knocked out five issues collecting <laughs> it in one big volume sure. i mean for anyone tuning in for the first time, give us a little bit about yourself and, you know, what's been up since last time you've been on the show. Well, well, seven seems to be the lucky number because uh, it seems to be the common denominator. Seven, episode seven, episode 357 is pretty dope. But <laughs> since, <laughs> since then, um, since we talked, I before then I was uh, a brokepreneur, right? So I took some time off to try to, you know, you know, build my brand and work on my books and now i'm back in the workforce um so content is not being put out as aggressively as i was before i was i was i mean i was doing a page to two pages a day and in, in, in from from my comic books we were doing like eight episodes a week on cast the crease podcast there was a lot of stuff going on so things have slowed down and is leveled off right but uh, the good thing is that uh, my subscribers i think when we were on your show we were like under 500 or 400 subscribers now we're over a thousand wow um, congratulations so, thank you thank you so the the popularity has grown with the channel um since then i've launched my art my art channel on youtube um and i'm over 700 subscribers to that um so and it's an active audience which is great you know i don't want just the subscribers i want i want people to ask questions i want people to comment you know um so that's what's great the the engagement has grown significantly and since then you know um uh, I'm, you know, duty is now a trade, a graphic novel, and duty is also a comic strip in a newspaper, which is dropping next month, published by a kid in a comic. And duty's one of thirty strips by a lot of talented industry veterans and and you know unknown like your boy here, uh, and building his name. So I'm excited to be a part of that collective group. And I was excited that they even reached out to me, and I thought I was being punked. When they reached out and they say, "Hey, we, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we saw your Kickstarter. We really like what you're doing. We have a project, a, a newspaper. We'd like to have a comic strip in, whatever." And I thought I was, so I, you know, I, I delayed the process. It was like a two month long mm -hmm. process, and I said, "Well, send me contracts. Let me see the whatever." And so finally, um, yeah. So the first one drops next month. You can subscribe to a kid in a comic .com and get the newspaper delivered to your house um, seven times a year. And it's a robust newspaper. It's pretty dope. And uh, it's like, you know, back in the days, remember the, daily, the Sunday, the daily news? That the was Sunday like the movie? best, right? Yeah. When you get that newspaper and you get all the, 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 the comic strips from, you know, Garfield and all that stuff. So it's similar to that. And uh, so that drops. And then um, I just came back from the Puerto Rico Comic Con. I was there a week ago. And uh, that was really dope. 
um, I met some people who support my art channel and uh, they wanted to meet me. So that was exciting. And I got some new. That had to have been yeah. like so validating, right? To have people like, I'm here to see you. Like, <laughs> Dude, that was the first time ever, right? You know, so I've never, um, you know, when you, when you reach out to, when you have guests on your show, they'll say, oh yeah, I've been watching your show, but they don't actually actively want to go and find you. Right. But the vlog, for some reason, um, had a different connection with people. And one of the things I get all the time is how uh, transparent I am on the realities of the game, right? Because it's not as easy as people make it sound. And uh, especially when you're an independent. So, um, and that was one of the things, like I walked through all the processes and uh, um, and from cost and the stress and all that other stuff. Dude, you have one of the biggest like comeback stories that I, I to this day, love. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> your, your, your comeback is, is inspirational for real. Thank you, man. Thank you. It's it's just a hustle. I mean, I have this no quit attitude and um, and I really want to see, you know, I really want my baby. You know, I want duty to flourish and I want, you know, readers, you know, I want people. I want people to grow up with duty the way I grew up with Garfield and Charlie Brown. You know what I mean? That's that's mm -hmm. my whole goal. It's um, it's really that. And I love creating the character and I just love drawing and creating. Um, so yeah, so and uh, a lot of good things have happened. I'm, you know, duties in the newspaper. I'm going to do an in-store book signing on Free Comic Book Day, one of the busiest days in, in comic book retail history. Right, Free Comic Book Day, you get hundreds of people online coming in, and I'm going to have a big table hanging out with my my buddy Paulie G, Paul Gomez, um, who does Bushy Boo and PTSD. So he's going to be there. I'll be there at uh, gigs in Texas, and we're going to you know be you know signing copies of our books, and then. Um, uh, next weekend, I'll be at the Central Texas Comic Con at Waco, Texas. So I'll be exhibiting there and uh, connecting with the audience as well. So a lot of moving parts, excited, you know, you know, getting things. And I'm, you know, running the Kickstarter at the same time. So I'm surprised you even had free time to come on the show. You sound like <laughs> one hell of a busy man. Real quick, we have Juicy Nerdest joining us over on Twitch, uh, stopping to say hi. Welcome to the stream. If you guys are watching on Job for a Cody, right here is the link to Keeping It Geekly. Uh, this is kind of like, you know, just us talking, but if you go to Keeping It Ge Geekly, you'll see an animated background with interiors flash, and we'll get to the interiors as soon as we pull up the Kickstarter. Now, Sam, what goes into taking a comic book and putting it into a comic strip i mean uh is you know because you only have a couple panels to really get it to pop off right well what's fascinating about this alien in my toilet in the project when i first created it in 2005 i created it as a comic strip Ooh. So i already had storyboards okay in my closet. <laughs> so when they reached out to me i pulled them out and i was like okay I changed some things, you know, I redid everything. I re-illustrated everything on my graphic tablet, but I had actual physical storyboards. Um, and so I was like, oh yeah, this is going to be an easy transition. Now I just have to redraw it, color it the whole bit. And what I did was because it's a whole different audience, right? A new comic strip readers are different from comic book readers, right? They mm -hmm. sometimes they don't go hand in hand. So what I'm hoping, so I'm telling the same story. It started off with issue one, but in a comic strip format. So the, 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 the challenge with a comic strip and the great thing is, I, 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 you know, it was like the stars and the moon aligned because when I when I created it back in 2005, I did it in the format where it's five panels and you have you have your open middle and cliffhanger, right? You mm -hmm. always end up in the cliffhanger, right? You always end up with what, what's about to happen, and you go, <laughs> right? So that was already set. So I actually did myself. You don't know how life is going to turn out, right? So back mm -hmm. then, it was almost as like I was. I, I saw myself in the future. Said, "You're going to need this, Sam. Keep this in the closet. Don't throw it away." And so it was an easy transition for me.
That moment too, you're like I could see where you're like, this has to be a joke. There's no, I got a whole closet filled, just ready to go. Uh, we have uh, John Anthony from the Bubble Patrol joining us over on YouTube, saying sub Sam and Cody, welcome to the stream. Another, uh, I think that was interview number five. So another, uh, another one of the OG like following fathers for uh, interviewing on this channel. Um, so let's get into the design of duty. I just love how you're able to put him in so many different sandboxes and so many different like one of my favorite issue one like the matrix like yes. this was such a i love just how you're able to do it. like where'd you draw these influence in excuse me these influences from when creating his design so you know i grew up with, with bugs bunny right mm -hmm. and if you ever watch bugs bunny he's always in different costumes right and and so and duty you know i'm a big alpha fan um you know and so uh when i was creating duty I'm always inspired by movies. I'm always inspired by what I see. So Duty has an active imagination, right? So, and it's because of his active imagination, it, it's his it's his safe space because in reality, he is uh, awkward, right? It's hard for him to fit in. He's a little, right? So um, he's overly ambitious. He oversteps, right? He, um, he uh, bites off more than he can chew. He's always taking a licking. But in his dream state, he imagines himself being larger than life. So that's where the characters come in. So if like, for instance, in issue number two, you know, he gets attacked by red ants. That's his first encounter with red ants. He's never seen red ants before. Right. So now he, he gets knocked out. Right. And in his dream state, he's now a samurai and the ant are ninja and he's defeating the, his foes. Right. Mm -hmm. So in every episode, Judy becomes a larger than life character um to basically it's almost as he's justifying um his perception of himself with his imagination but in reality he knows that he has to try really hard to um i guess win the favor of others right mm -hmm. um so he overcompensates with his bravado and that's why he gets himself into all sorts of trouble um so he's just not equipped for life and he's learning along the way the hard way but he his safe space is his imagination so i get to play with him and what's great about the art channel is that when i do live streams people say hey can you draw duty as lionel from thundercats or you can, can you draw duty as goku <laughs> and so yeah. so i just have fun um just drawing him in so many different characters we have a uh, john uh kind of like muppet babies in terms of the use of imagination i love just how out of, literally out of this world i mean he is the shining pride of uranus crashing into <laughs> earth uh, running from bears, wolves. Uh, we have him teaming up with Herman the Chihuahua, or Herman like wanting to get rid of him. Uh, sure. I just love the adventures. I mean, what type of you know? How, how do you put yourself in this creative space to, to when you start working on these panels? Do you like to consume like certain types of music, or maybe have a TV show in the background? Like, what do you do to help put yourself in that mindset? What's crazy when I'm drawing duty, um, I'm either listening. It, it's great. Am I the listening to a podcast? And it's usually I'm just listening to Joe Rogan. Yeah. And I just hear chatter in the background. Um, but I have to be in a creative mindset to if duty's not communicating to me, nothing's happening. So I can go days without creating. Um, because it's gotta be he's ready to tell me how to write the next story or you know, whatever it is. And it's I feel like I'm just a, a tool. And that there's this energy that comes and says, all right, I'm ready. Let's tell the story. And then I, once I hit that table, I'm not done until the thoughts stop. Right. So mm -hmm. I can be there from like eight in the morning to two in the morning, um, nonstop. And I'm only getting up to go to the bathroom and get me a sandwich. That's it. You know, so it, it, when it comes, I capitalize on it because when it doesn't come, it, it's a long wait. 
You know, so it all, depends. <laughs> it all depends. And it's not really writer's block. I think it's just that creative flow because I'm always creating. But, you know, so whether I'm, I'm creating a podcast or I'm writing uh, um, future issues or whatever. But when it comes to illustrating, um, duty has to talk to me first. And then and then and then we're just in sync. And then I can listen to either classical music or sometimes I'll just listen to um, uh, reruns. I'll just replay the Muppets Christmas special <laughs> on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I'm just listening to it as I'm drawing, you know, um, and that's how it works for me. It's just, it's odd. You know, I really, I, I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan too, just because like how interesting a lot of his guests are. Like a lot of them are just like yes. next level. And I just love it because, you know, a lot of people think Joe's like this big stoner, which he is, but he he knows a lot too. He's, he's very well versed a lot. But my favorite thing is the way he handles his guests. Like every caliber, no matter like if they're like a well- Nobel Peace Prize winner or some dude who just made something. He handles them all with like this level of like respect and interest that is just really captivating. Yes, that's what I love about him. He's just, he's a natural uh, and and he makes it look like it's just a bunch of guys, old friends at a bar just hanging out and just chill, you know, for the day. Dude, his talk with Joey Diaz. I love when he sits down with Joey (laughs) Diaz so much. Oh my God, dude. (laughs) Joey Diaz is a whole nother level. Yeah, it's crazy. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I've been listening to Joe Rogan before he was Joe Rogan, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so I've been following him for a long time. George and I had so many debates about Joe Rogan uh, because uh, he's like, what's your fascination with him? I said, because he's, he's mastered the art of conversation, in my opinion, you know what I'm saying? It's like Steve Jobs mastered the art of presentation. You know, Joe Rogan has that conversation down pack where and then the good thing is, uh, is that he's also a student. Right. So he he studies and he learns and, um, you know, he's always hungry for more information, even when he's talking to guests. And it's a topic that he's like, well, tell me more. You know, he's like so interested, you know, mm-hmm. even you know, so I think that's what's fascinating about Joe. And to hold a conversation for two to three hours and have it be organic and interesting and engaging is not an easy task. I know sometimes I struggle doing that with 30 to 40 minutes, depending if, if the guest isn't very talkative. You know, it could be a challenge. So, he, But you also, outside of all comic creation, you have a podcast yourself. Uh, feel free to uh, tell us a little bit about that, too. Yeah, Cast the Craze podcast. I mean, I launched it in 05 <laughs> when there were really no podcasts. It was just, um, I think it was um, Comic Geek Speak. And I fanboy were the only two comic related, but they were they were focusing on the big guys, right? So I was like, wait, hold on, stop. There's a lot of little guys around me. I was like, yo, we're creating um, Cast the Craze podcast. I called Joe. I went to Sam Ash Radio Station. I was like, hey, I because I went to a pod camp back in 05. And uh, that's when it was really cooks were doing podcasts and it was like being introduced to the market. So I was like, so I learned what I was going to need. I went to Sam Ash and said, I need this stuff, right? <laughs> so they gave me a mixing board and mics and all that stuff. I went home and this is when we had, you know, eight, eight, eight dating myself. We had camcorders, right? So, we, you know, so we, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have all this great technology today, right? So, um, um, and we just went and we had everybody. We had, um, we had um, Michael Levon Oming. We've had, um, uh, what's his name? The creator of Gargoyles, the animated series. We oh, had, wow. Yeah, I mean, people were flocking to the show. And at that time, it was audio primarily. And then we started doing, we transitioned to YouTube. Um, but the audio downloads were in the tens of thousands. And I didn't understand what that meant. I didn't know how to monetize. That's the one thing we missed at the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. So so when I left podcasting, we left everything. So everything just fell to the wayside. After you know, 10 years, nothing happened. Cast the Crazy went dead silent. And uh, coming back in the game, 
everybody's in the water, right? Before nobody wanted to go in the water and swim. Now everybody's in the water. So you now, pumping elbows like, give me some yeah, water here. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, all right, you know, how do we find our lane? And I was like, you know, stick to the formula, you know. And we just um, went back in. You know, I we uh, I said, George, this is how we're going to structure the show. Come up with a topic. He came up with Get Your Meds. We said, all right, this is how we're going to segment it. We're going to do 25 minutes of an interview. We're going to have 15 minutes of Get Your Meds. We're going to do intro, outro. We'll have sponsors. Uh, we'll have, you know, opening track, the whole bit. And we set it up and we just came out. And uh, it was a long journey to get to a thousand subscribers. That's for sure. Um, you know, because we launched in 2019 and we were like, I don't know, 75 subscribers. I don't know where we were. Dude, it's and, a grind. Uh, it, it is literally <laughs> like, it, it, like I've done Twitch. I, I blew up on Twitch. I think 4,500 uh, followers. YouTube, wow. you are literally doing it sub by sub. Sometimes yes. I'm, some, I am promoting my YouTube like a Kickstarter some days where I'm like, hey guys, have you bag, have, have you subbed today? Like, <laughs> yes. it's a journey. Um, but you know, but what I like about it is that we do have some loyalists that'll come out every week and, um, um, and then we have people who just say, you don't want to subscribe because I dig it, but they don't, they're not really active. And then sometimes a topic might interest them and they'll show up in the live stream or they'll put a comment in and it's like, oh, look, you know, you haven't heard from them in a long time. So I know the listeners are there um, and, and it's growing and the views are there because, you know, we get the analytics. Uh, so that's good. So uh, we're just trying to build it from there. They said when you get to a thousand, it's supposed to get easier. Yeah, right. So <laughs> don't believe the hype. It's all I was lies. holding on hope. Oh, no, it's all lies. <laughs> YouTube makes it harder. Now you can't only, they don't want you just to have views on your normal. They want you to have short views mm -hmm. as well. So they, they, they're they making it harder and harder. I'm like, oh, these guys suck, right? So, but, you know, it's a grind, but, you know, I, I love talking to people. I love stories. You know, for a while, um, it became just a promotion, right? So there was a point where it, we would get nothing but everybody who was promoting the Kickstarter and we, and the story and, 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 and building those relationships was gone. Right. So I'm really more interested in the person than anything else. And I really want to know that what make, makes you tick. And so I was like, George, you know, I, we, we've gone commercial. Uh, we need to tell it back to what we started out as. And I really want to know about, so, you know, talking to, uh, Paul Gomez. It was really, if you haven't seen that episode with Paul Gomez, we just, it was just last Thursday. Um, fantastic. If you want to know how to overcome obstacles, you want to know how to create a goal and, 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 you know, he's filled with values. He's a great father with his kids. I mean, the guy's a hustler. He's, um, he's the new face of the next, of the hustle, right? You know, so he's really doing things in a big way. And I really enjoyed that conversation. So check it out with Paul Gomez. It was a fantastic interview. So I think right now would be a perfect segue. Let's check out something else that is fantastic. And that is the campaign for volume one. So guys, give us one second. We're going to be transitioning over to our comic showcase and get this pulled up right here. And then once again, for everyone that is watching, we're going to be dropping that link in chat. Be sure to check this out with us. If you can back, we would love to see that. But putting this yes. on Facebook or Twitter or anywhere you can word about this 100% free and you're going to have a friend, family member, or even like a kid, you know, this is suitable for all ages. Uh, yes. With that, with that being said, is that challenging, you know, crafting a, you know, a series that is going to be able to hit the beats for not only like my daughter, but for me too, you know? Well, the pro it's challenging today, right? Because um, when you don't have the marketing power of a major publisher right so it's challenging because on crowdfunding what's dominating crowdfunding are three things right it's adult content right on, on crowdfunding so sexy you know scantily clad mm -hmm. that's killing the game on crowdfunding and that's just not who i am or what i create or uh, um 
you know. Uh, you know, I could see Duty in a bikini, though. Yeah, duty, cover your ears. Uh, so uh, um, that's killing the game. If you have a trading card game, or you know, you know, you know, tabletop games, those are killing the game on crowdfunding. Um, you know, all ages content is a harder push, right? On crowdfunding, it's for some reason when I'm at a convention, I can't keep duty on the table. But on crowdfunder, it's a lot harder i work so much harder on crowdfunding to get to push and get them out there but when they read it they fall in love with the character right and that's mm -hmm. my goal i just want you to read it take a chance on duty if you're watching this today on keeping it geekly and if you back this book a physical pledge you'll get duty's monsters on planet cthulhu the sketch cover the blank sketch cover free so this is issue one of the second coming of duty um duty monsters on planet cthulhu it's a fantastic series it's duty after earth um when he gets back on his planet and he's bored and he finds out that people from his planet are disappearing in the outer rim and mm -hmm. like what's going on then he heard he has his name cthulhu he's never heard of a cthulhu before and so he races off to the outer rim not knowing what he's about to get himself into so it's a fantastic start to the next generation of duty um and that'll take off after the series ends but you will get to get this with that graphic novel if you make a physical pledge um and that offer ends tonight so um that's, that's a fire off thank you so much for that that is a fire yeah. offer i was about to ask you about duties monsters on uh, planet cthulhu because when i was checking out your bio on your website i seen it i was like okay this is something i haven't seen before like <laughs> when, when did you come out with that so duty um the day in my toilet is a 10-part miniseries right so mm -hmm. um and then there's dude then it's duty right so duty goes on a lot of different adventures and i'm kicking it off with duty's monsters and so um i wanted to tell that story so everyone thinks it's like cthulhu's the main it's duty's monster so duty um that's each spin-off is going to be a four-part mini which would be a collected graphic novel so duty's monster is going to be four parts um and then it's going to go on to duty the samurai story right so it's mm -hmm. going to go to ancient japan it's going to be a lot of great stuff um so duty goes on a whole lot of different adventures even adventures in space um because it's really about him and his journey and the characters he has a best friend named cheeks right so duty and cheeks <laughs> <laughs> right so 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 you know him and cheeks get into all and cheeks is the reasonable one right and mm -hmm. duty is just like you know doesn't even think about the consequences and cheeks is trying to reel them back and you know so they get into all kinds types of crazy mess but then there's also the 3ds right dd dolly and daisy right there's the girls in duty's life right and you know and one of them is in love with duty and so they're also involved in a way where you could have, you're trying to figure out. So duty for some reason, because he gets himself into so much nonsense, he gets a lot of others involved in his nonsense um, just to protect him. Um, you know, so that's what makes him endearing. Um, you know, he's trying to live up to his father's standards. His father's the emperor of Uranus and he's trying to live up to his expectations. So that's why he goes on these fool's missions. You know, I'm 33, but I can't stop laughing <laughs> during some of these. <laughs> I love it so much. And that's like the charm to this, right? It's like there's so much like charm and humor that like maybe a kid won't get right off the rip. But like if you're a grown adult, you're going to be like, all right, I see you. Like and the names like I see red people like I love I, man, the first flush. Like the, these names are such perfect play on words. Yes. So, the, you know, it's funny because I did the first flush, the Rambo edition cover for the Puerto Rico Comic Con, um, which is this one right here. It's duty as Rambo with the Puerto Rican flag. And it, on, on it, it says, Cojolo con tequerisi. That's one of the things my grandmother used to say to me when I was a kid. Right. So it's a mix. It's a Spanglish phrase. Right. English and Spanish. 
And um, um, and I did that as a free bonus um, for the second week of my campaign. And 10 people took advantage of that. So this week I'm doing the Duties Monsters and it and, you know, ends tonight. So if you get this, you know, you'll get that as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm always I'm just I really I'm trying to get the readership. This volume, it will be um, distributed um, at the end of the year or next year in stores. Um, volume one. Uh, and uh, so it's just. I'm just trying to build an audience. He's an endearing character. This book itself introduces a lot of new characters like General Goatee um, because he finds out that he's the one who sent duty to Earth um, as a joke. And uh, now the Emperor's like, well, where's my son? So he has to go and get duty back. Um, you know, Bobby, the kid in the house, he, he's adamant. He saw something in the bathroom and he's trying to prove to his dad. So he gets his buddy, Patrick. They're both gamers. And they're, they're, they're plotting to find out, you know, that, you know, capture this alien you know, Agent Doe, you know, the number one agent in the government is on track and they're rounding up all of the witnesses um, mm -hmm. that, that, that uh, crossed paths with duty. They happen to be all animals. And uh, so they're rounding <laughs> up all the animals in the woods. <laughs> they're going to put up through interrogation. So there's a lot going on in, in, in this volume. I love like even in the first issue when Duty thinks he like he never gets a rest like he he's like running from all these animals trying to tear them apart he gets into a cave he thinks he's sleeping on a nice comfy bed it's a bear I mean so this like this, this the action is just jam packed throughout every issue how many pages in total is this volume this volume is 140 page um, graphic wow yeah. wow <laughs> full color a lot of new characters if you thought it was just Duty in the woods now this takes off um and so it's 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 starting to get um hairy for duty um because now all the worlds are closing in you know there's they, they, we're going to be introducing a janitor um and you'll find out why the janitor's in it there's there's um uh, there's a ghost busting team called No Boo for You. Catching ghosts is what we do. So they're they're on the they're on the hunt for duty, right? You know, um, there's also Wana. We are not alone. Incorporated, a, a, a extraterrestrial organization that's tracking down duty. You know, so there's so many moving parts, and duty has to, you know, his his time is running out. He has to find a way to, mm -hmm. you know, get out and get home. And so, um, it's it's the action is just getting bigger and better. Real quick, we also have uh, I wanted, I, and I'm sorry if I mispronounce this, right ass show. Saying uh, the pages look great, Sam, and throwing some hundred percents in chat as well. My, my apologies if I mispronounce that, but thank you for the comment. So let's go ahead and check out some of these tiers. We got the digital rewards, issue five, seven bucks, twenty six pages of story with thirty eight pages of comic. That's one hell of a bang for your buck for just seven bucks. The volume one. Uh, $18, 122 pages story, 140 PDF. So I mean, another big bang for your buck and then the physical reward. So 30 bucks and you're getting this in physical form. This is one gorgeous looking book too. Holy crap. Thank you. Thank you. I love that cover. I, you know, I wanted something that was different from the first cover. Oh, by the way, anybody who's ever picked up the first cover of there's anything in my toilet, um, which was the blue cover with him on the water, that's discontinued. There's a new cover that's going to be a retail edition um, uh, that's coming um, that I'm launching. I'll be introducing it at Free Comic Book Day. Um, okay. So look out for that. So if you have that, it's a collector's item. Um, but yeah, so then you have the the second, the next tier, which is the physical with the print um an eight by eight print of the cover um that you can actually frame and put on your wall um so there's a lot of cool stuff in the in this um you have the print and i think this is the print and the sticker mm -hmm. so that's a nice big sticker i mean look how big the sticker is yeah i look think up. uh i love this too the i am the dudester one. Oh yeah nice I nice. see i love the stickers and i want to put them up and then it's like well now I'll never be able to have it again. I got a key. You know, it's like, and your sticker game is fire. I love your merch. It has to be awesome being the creator and the artist, you know, because you could really just go ham on this merch. 
Oh, I'm going. I'm beast mode right now, and uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> I'm having so much fun. It's uh, it's crazy. And uh, so, huh? I was gonna say at 55, we have the the volume one with the print, and then some original art too. So a five by seven original art. Is this something that you've already drawn, or you're gonna like draw like at that moment? No, this is where you know you'll say draw me Judy as this, and it'll be in oh, black wow. and white, and I will draw it and I'll send it to you. Is that uh, Duty as uh, Vance Stampede? Yes, yes. That's so awesome, man. That is so that, cool. That, I have that in color as a print, and that was the number one selling print in Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just came out, too, so that's like perfect timing, too. They just uh, rehashed yeah. the anime, I think. That's awesome. So we at 65, volume one with print, uh, you get the sticker, the original art, and then the 8x8 print as well. We have at 70, the enamel pin. This is so cool. I love how it's like a saucer with a toilet lid like right at the top. Yeah, it's like they're here. Oh, oh look at that. Yeah, that thing is so cool. I have cool. the pin, and then I also have the keychain as well. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous. I am jealous. I only have a keychain. I gotta get. I gotta get a pin. The pin, and uh, so at 85, we get some more stickers as well, uh, and yes. then some stretch goals here. So we have the bookmark at 2,500. This cool right here. This throwback to peanuts. Yes, yes. That's so cool. And then at uh, 1,500 or 4,500, excuse me, the duty and Avatar. Uh, did you get a chance to see that second movie? I haven't seen it yet. No. It's long. Uh, it's long. If you do, make sure you 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 you. you <laughs> Try to pack some time to take breaks here and there. That thing's like three hours long. And then at 5,000, uh, issue five unlocked to uh, add to your basket. So who me? This is an awesome looking cover here. Is this like a variant or? No, that's the, the main cover for issue main five. Cover? I got you. Yes. Oh, so they get that. You you give them that. No, you can unlock it and add it oh, to your basket it. at a discount. Okay. Yeah. My, my apologies. Yep. And then uh, we have some add-ons right here. So digital drawing with you and duty. That is so cool too. I love how you're like so involved with like the art side of things. I And, and like including them with your characters a really cool move. Thanks. And then right here is that limited edition Puerto Rico cover too for just 10 bucks. An outstanding price there. Yeah. I only, there's only 50 printed and I got, I think I have 15 left. Um, yeah. And then that keychain at five bucks. Your merch is just outstandingly priced. Like this is... Holy crap, man. This is awesome. And then all these stickers at five bucks, the pin at five bucks. Uh, there's an alien in my toilet issue one at 10. So this is that discontinued cover. That's the discontinued cover, the new cover. It's, um, it's uh, duty. And that I means Herman in the bathroom staring at the toilet as it's glowing. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, uh, so that one's just, that was the cover, the only cover that George Medina did. Um, but, uh, you know, the, um, I'm starting to convert my books for retail. So whatever you got online is going to be different with, uh, from the stores. So, uh, what go, like what goes into converting it to retail? Do you just have to like change up the way that the cover looks or like, well, I are... wanted to change it up cause I wanted to make the covers that you already have from Kickstarter collectibles. And, that is and, such a good move. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to entice people to, you know, go, go out there and say, you know what? I got this, you know, and then, and then, and, and try to appeal to another group of people. And then maybe people say, you know, I want all those covers and, uh, and go out there as well. But whatever was on Kickstarter, I try to make that special. See, and cause that's a problem people often run into. They'll get upset. Like, Hey, you know, I just got this book. And a lot, some of the times it's cheaper in the stores than it is on the Kickstarter too. It'll be the same exact cover, same exact book. And then there you you will see some some people out there who do get upset about that. So I think that's cool that you're changing it for retail, not only to kind of change that, but to influence people to want to get that cover too. You know, that's a genius move. Thanks, thanks. And then we have the t-shirt at 22 as well. So awesome, man. Podcast sponsor deal, 40 bucks. What? Yeah, 
Yeah, that, that is cheap. If you guys are watching and if you have a book, this is cheap. This is cheap. Yeah. So you get four 30 second ads promoting your work. I might have to bite on this. Yes. <laughs> got a couple of podcasters. Um, um, shout out to Story Comics. They, they, they're a sponsor. Um, but yeah, this is $100 off of what it is on my website. Um, and so I did it as because you, you, if you get you add this on to your bundle, you'll get that and you'll get four 30 second ads on Catch the Craze. Um, I think um, two, we got two sponsors from this, Paul Gomez and uh, Story Comic. Wow, that is so awesome. That Yeah, that is fantastic. So, Sam, after going through that in its entirety, what would you like to say to anyone who might be on the fence about backing? If you just had a few moments to kind of, you know, reach out to them and, and help convince them otherwise. You know, I've been working on this since, uh, since 2005. This is my passion project. I don't want to do anything else. Um, you know, duty is endearing. Duty is us. Duty is me. You know, all of us. Anxiety, living up to your parents' expectations, wanting to find your voice and your identity, want to explore and, and figure out what's possible in life, right? Take risks. That journey to adulthood, right? Here's a kid trying to figure it out. And if you just want to have fun, laugh. You don't mind your, your belly jiggling a little bit. You know, it's not on cold. It's not on cold. You know, it's okay to jiggle, right? And just have fun and be a kid for a moment. Give it a shot. Give it as a gift. If um, Just read it. You'll have fun. And the best part of it all, every book has puzzles, trivia, yes. uh, you know, and things to to entertain you and the whole family. If, if, if you have a child that, you know, you're trying to get to read more and study, here's a great way. Um, because this really uh, helps encourage uh, learning and science. But most of all, it's about duty. He's a great kid. And you know, I'd love for you to take a chance and read it. I know you have options. And I'm hoping that you give this one a chance. You know, I really love to like in the back outside of the puzzles, like it's such an old school feel like, you know, what's next and you have an artist spotlight, which I thought was really awesome. Like you kind of really embrace that, like that older feel for comic books that we really don't see in a lot of like newer comics. No, I think today, I mean, everybody's chasing the, the dollar, right? Um, and, 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 you know, I know a lot of guys that are producing, that they're doing six, seven, eight, nine, you know, crowdfunders a, month, a year. And because um, they just want to put out content. And I am just trying to tell a story. I'm, I'm worried. I'm, I'm more invested in building something from start to finish and in, investing long term. I'm not chasing. I know that this is a long game. Um, my goal is just to get into readers' hands and finish the series, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm working on issue six right now. Um, and so that's all that, you know, this is what I love to do. And I'm hoping that my, the work that I put into it, you benefit from it because you picked it up, you laughed, you enjoyed it. Um, and I'm not, I'm not chasing the trend. I am just chasing my dream. So help me fulfill my dream. Get yourself a copy. I'm, I guarantee you, you're going to laugh. You're going to giggle. If you don't want to laugh in front of your friends because you think it's uncool, read it at home. It's all yeah, right. It. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sneak off in the other room and read a couple pages. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's crazy is that my 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 audience is a diverse audience, right? Uh, all age groups, right? So I have diehard duty fans who are. 50s 60s 30s 20s and then i have the the the, uh, the new generation that are just eating duty up and uh so i'm just trying to build on that so help me you know make it happen so i think that's a perfect segue you know last time you were on the show we asked a question in particular for anyone looking to get started so i think right now would be a another perfect time to capitalize on that for anyone looking to chase their dream just having trouble getting motivated they're having trouble they're feeling down you know maybe maybe it's not taking off the way they envision maybe they're just 
in that struggle, you know, in the early stages, what would be some of your advice to kind of help them build that resilience, you know, keep that mental endurance going so they can just push it to see it through? I, I always start with the question, you know, what happens if I don't even try? Right. So that's where I start. If I don't even try, then I'm, I'm still in the same spot. If I do try, something happens. You learn about yourself, you get creative and you adjust. Right. And that's what life is about. So what I say is if you're really passionate about it, there's no easy answer to this because it's all based on your individual experience and what you're going through. But take the steps towards answering those questions for yourself and learn to have fun with it. Don't make it about expectation. Make it about self-fulfillment. Right. Mm -hmm. How am I going to feel if I did this? And then try to, you know, again, if you didn't miss that episode, watch it with Paul Gomez. He struggled uh, with dyslexia and he, he, he made a goal to read 300 pages in a month which is hard when you have dyslexia and it, yeah. eight, hour, eight hours a day was invested and it took him a month, eight hours a day to read 300 page book. But what it did for him and his confidence at the end of that journey catapulted him to where now he has publishers bidding for his projects, someone who couldn't even write and focus. So it's possible. Um, you just got to ask yourself, what am I willing to do? to make it happen and then just run. Don't worry about the feedback or the comments. Everybody has an opinion. Worry about you and how it's going to make you feel. And if you can look yourself in the mirror every day and say, you know what, today I did better than yesterday, you're one step better than a lot of people. So keep working forward and keep dreaming and reach for the stars, man. I'm about to run off this podcast and start reaching for them right now. I, I mean, a lot of people don't realize, like, I had a speech impediment until I was, like, six or seven. I didn't talk until I was, like, six or seven. Took wow. years of speech therapy. Uh, and, it, I mean, I had a stuttering problem a little bit. Uh, pronunciations are still my weak point. But I'm taking it upon myself to, like, go through, like, the uh, English, like, uh, uh, the chart it's like the chart for pronunciations. And right. relearn that stuff because, like, like you said, you really have to ask yourself, like, do you want this? and how you're going to get this and 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 sometimes you just have to go back over the basics and just really start hammering them back down you know you got to go through your roots and, and redo it so some awesome advice and before we let you go what are you you know consuming outside of creating what are you reading watching you know if you play games what are you playing um uh, i'm not playing games right now i just finished watching um was it the night shift on netflix okay. uh, it was an fbi agent um which was pretty cool I'm watching The Mandalorian. I haven't finished it. I just watched an episode last night. Uh, I'm a little behind the times with that. I'm I'm um, I'm waiting for Jack Reacher to come back. Um, I'm waiting for that series, um, and I just listen to a lot of podcasts and um, I just you know draw and create a lot and uh, just produce content. But uh, for the most part. I only get about an hour a day to watch something. It's usually when I'm getting to go to bed. <laughs> That's why it's taking me so long for the Mandalorian uh, because I'll watch like uh, 20 minutes and then I'm out. Like, mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, that's what I do to, um, and then I, I collect a lot of art of books, you know? So um, I, th I think my newest one is um, Crash Bandicoot, um, which is oh, the that's art so book. awesome. Yes, that's my newest art book uh, of book. So I, I love to learn from the people who do it and do it big. Sam's like consume. He's like, all I do is create, man. Get out of my face with that. <laughs> Everyone watching, this has been one hell of a sit down. Right here is the link once again to back this awesome campaign. And like I said, if you can't back it, 
Put, simply share word of mouth is 100 free uh, and it's the easiest thing you can do today so with that being said it is time for us to wrap up hope you all have a lovely saturday but most importantly guys keep it geekly